We're giving the second shear on Simon Shinaim Bays. Discuss some of the issues relevant to Simon Shinaim Bays. This afternoon, Mitzvah Shem will be the first shear on Nechaz Mechiras Chametz. In Simon Shinaim Bays, we discussed on Sunday the first part of the Simon, which is relevant to to um, making a eight of Chatzeres between two properties. The first uh, halachas that are relevant to making Erev Chatzeres. Now we're going to move on to when there is two Chatzeres that have a separation between them. If you have a wall or anything of the sort, how to deal with, how to deal with it, what constitutes as a, as a, uh, as a Pesach, what constitutes as a, as a Bittl. Now just to remind you, there are three concepts in this. In this uh, when it comes to Erev Chatzeres, there is... As follows, if you have two properties that have an opening between them, they have a Pesach between them, then the Mechitzes between them are not Nesbatel. Let's say there's a wall around each property, the Mechitzes are not Nesbatel, so each Chatzel by itself can make its own Erev Chatzeres. If there is a Pesach between them, they could also make an Erev Chatzeres together. They could combine it, or they could make each one independently. If there is an Erev, if there is no opening between them at all, and there's, a, and there's a real solid wall between them, a wall of, 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 of uh, 10 Tfachim high across the whole border without any openings, or there, is, <coughs> or there is a ditch between them, which you're also going to see later in the simon, then each place, only each side can make its own Erev Chatzeres, but they can't do it together. If there is a Pirza between them that's more than 10 Amis wide, it's mevatel the mechitza. Once the mechitza is nisbatel, you have to make a a uh, eruv. You have to make a eruv chatzeres uh, together. You can't make each one independently. Why? Because now they became like one like one property rather than being two separate properties. So when you look through over here, and then the the, the differences would be whether sometimes. You could do it, you must do it together. Sometimes you could do it together if you want. Sometimes you cannot do it together, even if you don't want. Then comes the whole point of Nichot Hashmishte, which is also going to be discussed, which is sometimes, do you, if it's easy for you, but it's not easy for the other person, then you have a right to, to use the part that's separating between you two, like the wall, your side, but not the other side. So... This goes from Seif Ches all the way till the, pretty much till the end of the till the end of the simon. So Seif Ches starts that if they have if you have two two chatzeres have a wall that's ten tefachim high, and the lashon apnei kol arkei covers the whole length of the separation between the properties, or that there was a five tefach um, height difference and you added another five tefachim of a wall on top of it. Or that one is higher than the other one. You have a drop. So you have one property that's lower than the other property. There's a ten tefachim drop between them. You can't make an of chatzeres between them. Why? Because there's a separating wall that separates the two. So each one can make its own of chatzeres if they're properly closed off. But these two can't make an of chatzeres together. Now, what is the definition of this wall between them? When you have a wall that's ten tefachim high between the two between the two parties, what is the definition of this wall? What is this considered? It's considered like the gag, like a gag between them. That means it is a a reshus 
but it's a gag, which means it's only the shoes at loy nicha tashmishte, because it's a gag. So therefore, you could, if there were fruits that were shavus in one chatzar, it could be placed on the wall. If there were fruits that were, if there were fruits that were uh, that were shavus on the wall, you could transfer it to either one of them. And you could pass from a chotzer to a chotzer. Because if it was shavus in the chotzer and shavus in the other, from a, like we said before, from chatzer, from a chotzer to a chotzer, from a chotzer to a gag, a gag to a chotzer, since all of them are the category of whatever was shavus in one could be moved to the other one. So when you have this wall, you could put something from your shavus in your chotzer onto the wall, from the wall to the other chotzer. You could pass from one chotzer to another chotzer, only something which was shavus in, in the chotzer. But... If you want to pass something which was shavus in the bias, then you cannot move it. Not you could only put it into your own chutzner, but you can't put it not on top of the wall and not pass it to to the other to the other chutzner. Yeah, but this is only talking about when you have when the wall by itself is at least four tefachim wide, and that way it becomes its own rishus. If it's less than four tefachim wide, it's considered a Mokim Ptur, and then if it's a Mokim Ptur, you could pass from the house to the Mokim Ptur, and from the Mokim Ptur back to the house, but you can't pass to the other, to the other Chatzar. Yeah, that's when it's both, they're both equal. So for both of them, it's not Tashmish Benachas. What happens when it's tall for one, for one of them, he has the wall of 10 Tfachim on his side, but on the other side, there's no wall, it's flat. So we give the rights of this, uh, of this border wall to whoever has the Tashmishe Benachas, whoever has the easier way to do it. And therefore for him it's smutter, for the other one it becomes, it becomes us. That's in Sif Tess, and I'm not going to get into the details of it now. Now, what happens if you have, this comes to Sif Yud, if it's parots, but only partially, in the wall, that means that the wall has an opening inside the wall, but it's not completely open from from side from side to side, and you have a pizza between the two. And what does the Altarebavir say? That the, the, how do you define a pizza that it has either a pas dalat fachim from one side or a pas mashahu from each side? and it's less than 10 amas wide, then it becomes a Pesach, and they could make an Eruv Chatzeris between them if they want, or each one, or each one independently. Now it's very interesting, the Altarebbe over here brings that Pas Mashahu, only a Mashahu over here. The Altarebbe right away asks in the footnote, it's from the, it's from the Mogin Avram, that the Pas Mashahu, and the says, sorry, Chiyun, because in Simen Shin Samach Gimel, it's mashma that you need a tefach, a pas tefach from each side, and not enough a pas mashahu. So over here, why does it say the Mogin Avram goes with a pas mashahu? But the Rebbe leaves it at Tzarechiyun. The Pele of the Rebbe paskened like the Mogin Avram, put it in parentheses, that a pas mashahu from each side is enough. Well, what happens if it's, if it's nifrat? It's more than 10 amas, the Rebbe tells you over there. Or if it's nifrat, it's bimiloi, it becomes like one chotzer, and therefore they must do an aid of a of together, and if there is a wall less than 10 Tfachim high, it's as if there's no wall there, it's con- con- considered completely, completely parrots. 
So what's the first solution? Let's say to you have two chatseris and you want to make an Eruv together between them. The first one is, simplest one, take down less than 10 tefachim of the wall between them. Once you have a pirza, less than 10, less than 10 amas, I mean less than 10 amas between the two, then it becomes, then it's each one is its own chatser, and they could make an Eruv between them if they want to. Or if you take down the whole wall, then it becomes one chatser and you must do Eruv together. That's solution number one, is knocking down the wall. Solution number two is ladders. That starts from Se'if Yudalif. So if you have a wall that's 10 Tfachim high from both sides, and each side put a ladder on their own side, on their own side to go up to the top of the, of the wall, and then there's another ladder from the other side also going to the top, to the top of the wall. And now the wall has to have a couple of conditions. For example, it has to be four Tfachim wide, yeah, why does it have to be four tefachim wide? Because we know that's the shear of a Pesach. Since we're going to consider this ladder as a Pesach that's going to go from one side to the other side and opening, so the Pesach has to be four tefachim wide. They have to be um, in one in front of the other on each side uh, parallel to each other, less than three tefachim away from each other. The ladder on this side and the ladder on this side have to be three tefachim in the top, three tefachim away from each other. Or if the wall is wider than four tefachim, then you put the ladder all the way to the top of the wall, and then you could walk on top of the wall and go down the other one. It's still considered a Pesach, even if the ladders are much further away. If the wall is a thick wall, it's still not, it's still not a problem. The next thing is that the ladder, it says it has to have four steps. But what's the reason of four steps is that it has to be heavy, something that's not going to be moved on Shabbos, something which is a halacha, which we saw in a bunch of places, something which is made to be moved, is as if it's as if it's not there at all. So therefore, this has to be something permanent or heavy enough that it's not going to be moved on Shabbos, even if you even if you have in mind that it's going, that you're going to move it at some point, but it's heavy enough that you're not going to move it stamazay on Shabbos. What's the definition of heavy? We already know from when we discussed uh, what uh, Balabais has in his own in his own house. Certain shit doesn't say it's a, you need two hands to pick it up, or you need two people to pick it up, or something which is usually not moved, depending what uh, whichever shit you're going to use. But which means it has to be something which is which is uh, which is uh, which is heavy enough that it's not going to be moved. It could be less than three steps as long as it's very heavy. The Alter Rebbe says then that's considered a pesach because we look at it. The side of it is, we look at it as it's something which is permanent. It's a permanent opening. It's the same thing as a, as a break in the wall. You go up from one side, you go down from the other side. Both, it's a Pesach between the two Rishuyas. If they want, they could make, if they make an Erev Chatzeris between them, they could make an Erev Chatzeris between them, and then they could carry from one to another. Now, they don't have to carry specifically through the ladder. Once you make an Erev Chatzeris, like we spoke in the beginning of the simon, when you have the, the window or whatever it is, you could carry through any chayre musdakim. That means the, once you have the opening, it's machshed, you could transfer from one to another if you don't want to go up the steps. If there's a small opening somewhere else where you could pass something from one to another, then that, that opening, that Pesach creates, because two separate things, carrying is one thing, transferring, it, it's, and Pesach is just the idea, when could you make an Erev Chatzeris? To be able to make an Erev Chatzeris, you have to have an opening that allows easy access, or relatively easy access, between one chatzer 
and and the other and the other chatzer. Now, when you have a wall which is exactly ten fachim high, and you put a ladder which is seven and a bit, so then you have less than three tefachim to the top of the wall. It's like it's considered pretty much. Um, uh, it's considered that it goes all the way up to to the top. The reason is because of lavud. Um, this a taste of Shabbos uh, points out to it. Um, and that is even if it's if, even if you put the ladder directly against the wall, so it's not so comfortable to climb up. It's not on the slant. You don't have the some shitness over there. The whole discussion if you, if it's how slanted it has to be. The Altarebbe doesn't mention the slant. You put it even standing against the wall. It works. It works. Also, interestingly, there's a discussion. There's a there's a uh, <coughs> there's a discussion. Chazanish brings that it has to be less than three tefachim between each step, so that way it becomes love. Nobody else, nobody else brings that svara, and the reason is because that's the way to make a sulam. Realistically speaking, the, the Al Terebe does not mention it. I forget the Al Terebe discusses. It's clear that it comes from a din love with all, only on the top, and therefore even if you have less than than that amount of, even if you have more than space between the the steps, it's still considered it's still considered a Pesach. Now it doesn't have to be, like I said, it doesn't have to be completely comfortable to walk up and down through this ladder, but rather that it is possible to walk up and down through this ladder. And that's why the, um, because the oil of Shabbos says that it has to be um, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a slant. In such a way it's easy to go up, up and down on it. Which means if it's put even straight up. And, uh, and the Mogan Avram himself has a question that's sort of the Eulas of the Eulas Shabbos, right? So that is, that's, that's in Sif Yudalaf. You've gone to Sif Tezayin, which is connected to it. Over there discusses um, ladders which are not four Tfachim wide, and, and, uh, or if you make steps inside the wall, that means you, when you design the wall, you put it that there is steps, that there is steps um, going up that there has to be four tefachim wide all the way to the top. Um, but that's Sifta Zion. So if you'd Aleph and Sifta Zion deal with the solution of the ladder, that is essentially the second solution that we have to this problem of having a wall that's separating, that's separating between the two. Huh? It's not sheer. That's why I said the Chazanish says you need two. The other people don't say it. The Alter doesn't mention it. So the Sif Yud Aleph slash Tazayin is a second solution to having a wall between the two, which is having a ladder between them, which creates a a Pesach. The third solution is creating a Pesach, and that comes in Sif Yud Beis. The third solution is is that you create a, you take a certain section of the wall, which is 10 tefachim high, and you take a section of 4 tefachim wide, and in that section of the wall, you knock down, you take down a row of bricks, or two rows of bricks, so that section now is less than 10 tefachim high, and now that section becomes like a Pesach. So then, again, it becomes like a Pesach, which means each side could make an Erev Chatzayas independently, and they can make an Erev Chatzeris together if they want to. Still, it's not Mevatel, the wall, and therefore you could continue, 
and therefore you could do a of chatzeres together, or you could do a of chatzeres each one, each one, um, each one independently. And you don't need if you do this, you don't need that the wall should be four tefachim wide, even though we know that you have to have four by four tefachim when it comes to other pirtzes. You have to have four by four. Over here, we don't say that you need four by four. Rather, the mere fact that the wall which separates the two has a four tefachim wide gap, even if the wall itself is less than four tefachim thick, that's already enough to consider it a Pesach, because in that area where it's less than ten tefachim, it's, it's easy access from one, from one to another. And on this, that's 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 the third that's the third um, solution over here. The Al Tareba says that you don't need you don't need four by four. If you look in the footnote, Al Tareba asks a question on it in the footnote Kuf Tazvav. He says Tzorich Yun Gadol from further in the in the Simon from Sif Yud Gimel Yud Dalid that over there it's clear that you need Dalid. Al Dalit, Al Tereb leaves at Tzarechim Gadol in the footnote. The Maisa Al Tereb does Paskin in the Pnim, like that. But uh, the fact that Tzarechim Gadol means that you might have to consider it enough that not to rely on it. Stam to just if it's less than four by four, it's only four wide, but not four deep. Maybe you should have to have an opening all the way down to the bottom. So that way, it should be considered a a Pesach. Now, what happens if you did not do four tefachim wide? So you did not create a Pesach. But what did you create? You created something which makes it easier for you to use. Snichot So therefore, because um, we, we said that anything less than ten tefachim is considered like karka, as if there's nothing there. So if, it's, if you only took down three tefachim wide, so whoever it's could use that part, could put his own fruits over there, could put things over there, but he can't go, he can't go over, he can't go over the, he can't pass it to the other side. So whoever took it down has, has, the, has the right to, to, uh, to do it. And this reason that's considered uh, for him is something which the Mishnah Brutus have gotten in Aleph, that's how he explains it. The, that's the third solution. The fourth um, solution is to create a platform in front of the wall. So you build, it's called a etstaba, you build a step, a platform on your side of the wall. So now you have a platform on your side of the wall which makes the height of the wall from the bottom of the platform from the where you stand on the platform to the top of the wall, it's less than 10 tefachim. And then, let's say, if it will be on the other side and it's taba also, then, then you would, might be able to do a, uh, a you might be able to do a eight of chatzeres because it becomes, it becomes like a Pesach, but it's not what it discusses over here. What it discusses, you put it on your own side, and then what it helps is that you have a right to use the, the top of the wall. So it takes something from your house and put it on top of the wall. It's not a problem because for you it's already nichot It's part of your karka. But you can't pass to the other side. Now, anything, again, anything which is in the shavas, in the chatzar, could be passed back and forth without a problem. We're talking about something which is shavas in the house 
and you want to use the top of the wall to put something over there, that only works if you put it stop because that way it could work for, for, for you. The same thing would apply if you take a, uh, a, uh, a shizzle, you take a shizzle, you, uh, you, you turn it over, you take a pot, you turn it over, you take a, you take a chair, anything that, that, or even a milk crate, you put it over there, as long as it's connected to the ground, it says you have to cement it to the ground, then it becomes, mechubar, becomes permanent. If not, nobody leaves an upside down bowl in a permanent way outside by his, next to his wall. So once it becomes cemented to the ground, it's not like it's stopped, but it's anyways made cemented. cemented. You, you create a, a platform, you pour a platform, you build a platform. But if it is, if it's a, if it's a, uh, you flip it over and you go over, if you, if you cement it, then it's considered, it's considered, it's considered um, permanent. Um, now, what happens after you do this? Then you are allowed to use the whole length of the wall even though you only put the chair, cemented the, the, uh, the, the bowl in this area, but now it gives you a right to use the whole top, the whole top of, of, of the wall. Even though the Mogen Avram Sifkot Nudzayin says that you, oh, you could only use Keneged, the place where you're standing, but the Altarebbe did not bring this din down. And if you look in Mishnah Bruder, Sifkot Nudzayin and Sharat Tziyun, in Mishnah Brura, he understood the Alter Rebbe that way. That being that the Alter Rebbe was mashmet, the din of the Mogan Avram, in this Nekuda, it's obvious that the Alter Rebbe did not hold of this, and that if you put a, something on your side of the wall, it gives you permission to use the whole, the whole length of, of the wall. Now we move to Sif Yudches, a very interesting halacha, which has to do with Sif Yudches in the Alter Rebbe, very interesting halacha, which has to do with Avodah if you have a tree, and the tree is right next to the wall, and now you want to use this tree, could serve as a ladder for you. Why is that? Whatever, it's a, it's a lower tree, and it has branches, and you could climb onto the tree, and from there go to the other side. Or the tree is going to two sides. Then you are allowed to use it. You are allowed to consider it as a Pesach. We're going to get soon to it. But if it's Atzei Asherah, you're not allowed to. Why? The Lashen of the Shulchan Aruch and the Lashen of the Rebbe is, She'asur lalois oleho min It's asur to go up on the, it's asur to climb on the Atzei Asherah midai raise. Why? Sharei asur abano. Atzei Asherah is asur abano. If it's asur abano, then it's as if it's not there. How can you climb up on something which is asur abano? Really, it's supposed to, I don't know if it's not there, really, it's supposed to chop it down and burn it. So, so it's as if it's, it's completely, if you remember when we were discussing Atzi Asherah quite a few simanim back for using the Lechi, if you have Atzi Asherah, if, if it's a Lechi, it's only, you have to look at if you pile all the, all the ashes together, the whole discussion of Atzi Asherah. But over here when we're discussing Atzi Asherah is you can't use it because it's also for you to have Hanoi from it. First interesting point over here is the Lashon of the Mechaber. If you look at Rabbi Kiva Eges, if Katan Gimel, under Shulchan Aruch, he says the Lashon Asur Min Hatayra is, is Laravcha de Milse. Really, it includes even something which is Asur Behanor Midrabanon. The being that you're not allowed to climb 
on it, you're not allowed to have any Hanoi from it. So therefore, you're not allowed to have any Hanoi whatsoever from it. So therefore, it's not considered as if it is a Pesach. Now, the Altarebbe continues. This is also based on the now, but Bepoyal, we all know. You're not allowed to climb on a tree on Shabbos. So how does this work that you're allowed to that you're allowed to use it? So basically, the issue of climbing a tree on Shabbos is the issue of Shavos, issue of the Rabbanon. The Chachamim were not goyzer issue of Shavos in Bein HaShemoshes. In Bein HaShemoshes, at Tzorich Mitzvah, there's no issue of Shavos, issue of the Rabbanon. Tikkun Eruvin, Eruvin Chatzeris is the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah of the Chazarach, Eruvin Chatzeris, when it's needed. So therefore, since it's a Mitzvah, and the time when you're koine the Eruv, the Sha'as, the Chalois of the Eruv, becomes at the moment of Bein HaShemoshes, that means if it's there, Bein HaShemoshes is when it works. So therefore, since it's Bein HaShemoshes, you are allowed to climb on a tree, the Tzedich Mitzvah, because it's only a Shvus, and there's no Shvus, there's no Gozrech HaChom Shvus in Bein HaShemoshes, Tzedich Mitzvah. So therefore, it's considered like a, like a Pesach. But the pile, it disappears afterwards. You know, it's, once Bein HaShemoshes ends, you're not allowed to use it anymore. So if you look in the Mogan Avram, right on this, he tells you, go look in Reish Simen Shin Ayin Dalad. What's the Reish Simen Shin Ayin Dalad? The whole discussion over there, if you have an open, if there was an opening between two Rishuyas and Shabbos, and the two Rishuyas and the Pesach got uh, knocked down on Shabbos, and you can't use it anymore, and uh, it was not planned that it's going to close on Shabbos, so Kemosh Hutra Hutra, the moment it was Mutra on Bein HaShemosh, it said Kemosh Hutra Hutra. Yeah, so, the, so that's what the Mogan of Rome says. Just writes, look in Simon Shina in Dalad, which that's seemingly what he's trying to tell you is, being that in Bein Hashemoshes, you are allowed to climb on a tree because there's no Gzeda, and over here, so we consider it as a Kemosh Hutra Hutra. So Rebekah Eger comes as Sarech Li Iyun Godl. Small Rebekah Eger on it. He doesn't start by Sarech Li Iyun Godl. He ends the Sifkat and Dalad by Sarech Li Iyun Godl. It's a Kasha on the... How can you say Kevon Shehutra Hutra in such a scenario? Over here, it's not like in Shina in Dalad where <coughs> that it's going that you don't know it's going to close. Over there, there's no Kevon. Over here, you know that it's going to to close on Shabbos. You know it's going to become also for you the moment Ben Hashemosh is over. It's a Shavuos, but there you only move to Ben Hashemosh. So the moment Shabbos starts, there's no more. You know it's going to the, the opening for you closed. So how can you say Kevin Shehutra Hutra? So and he leaves it Tzarechiyun Gadol. That same question was also asked by the Machzus Ashekel in different words, and and the way he he explains it is that being that that we don't say that it became that the Pesach was cancelled on Shabbos. We say the Pesach is there. Ben Hashemoshes, it was Mutter. Elamai, being that the Pesach is there. Elamai, Ari Revi'alai. You have a lion that's standing there and holding you back from climbing up the, the tree. What's the lion that's standing there? The Chachamim, the Gzeres Chachamim are standing there and they're blocking you from going up. So therefore, it's not considered that the door was open, the Pesach was open and it shut down. But rather... But rather, we say, we say that 
that uh, we still say Kemo Shehotra Hotra. If you look in the Primagodim, his explanation is uh, also, everybody dealt with the same issue. It's interesting that Al-Tarev doesn't uh, mention it. Um, this, uh, this doesn't have this problem, doesn't discuss this uh, issue. But over here, if you look at the Primagodim, Primagodim says, says a different explanation. He says, every, oh, the cases in Shina and Dao, the other places where it discusses that Shinistam Balayla, that it's closed down, if it was the plan was that it's going to close the middle of Shabbos, it's as if it's completely closed and there's no, we don't say Kemosh Hutra Hutra, only applies in a scenario, in each one of those places we say that it's as if it was closed in Bein Hashemoshes. Why? If it's open in Bein Hashemoshes, then we have to say Kemosh Hutra Hutra. When something is, going, is open in Bein Hashemoshes, but it's going to close it's going to be completely, uh, permanently um, closed on Friday night afterwards. We say that it's retroactively as if it was closed in Bein Hashemoshes. Over here we can't say it retroactively as if it's closed in Bein Hashemoshes. Because Bein Hashemoshes is clearly muted to do it. So the whole problem of Nistam is only when you, have, only when you say that it's Kilo Nistam Bein Hashemoshes. Over here you can't say Kilo Nistam Bein Hashemoshes. If you can't say Kilo Nistam Bein Hashemoshes... It's, then, then, you don't have, then you don't have that issue. So now, this is all a you know, very interesting theoretical discussion about Atzei Asherah. So you're going to ask me what relevance does it have today? If anything, today has a lot more relevance than before. Why is that? You have a wall between two properties. And between the two properties, you have a doors that open with sensors. Or you have a gate that opens with an electric, with electricity. Or you have a, uh, or you have a, a uh, one property on the bottom and one property higher up, and there's an elevator which could take you up, or an escalator which could take you up. And the question begins, what is the din of this thing? If you say that these are derabonans, which probably it is, very hard to say, that any of these ones are deodices, any of these electricity situations are deodices. It's extremely difficult to create a deodice out of electricity in these scenarios of elevator or of opening or of a door opening or anything like that. So even though you are not going to go through this electric door on Shabbos or go up the elevator or go up the escalator on Shabbos <coughs> because it's usher, whether it's usher, if you follow that it's usher de Rabbana, which is probably the the, the way that makes the most sense to understand the Suri Shabbos of electricity, it's very hard to make it into a Deiraisa, then this opening remains an opening for the whole Shabbos. That means you could, you don't need, you could make an Erev Chatzeres between two properties where the only way to go from one to another is an opening, which is, which is an electric opening. Because 10 Tvachim is not that much. If you think about it, 10 Tvachim just makes it, 10 Tvachim is 32 inches. It's uh, the height of some of these tables. So if you have two properties and you have, let's say, this, uh, or even a little bit more than that, and the only way to go from one to another is with an, there's an electric uh, fence between them, so then you could say it's an opening. You make Erev Chatzeres between the two, and then you could jump up and down on the, from one to another, carrying without a problem. I couldn't think of anything which is also Behanoe Midoiraise, other than Avedezare, and Chometz, and I don't know how either of them, Chometz of Pesach, is Asur Midrabonon, really, not even Der Aisa, but it's not connected to Isur Shabbos. 
That means a Suri Shvus, which were not Geisen and Bainashmash, is only Suri Shvus that are relevant to Shabbos. So that's why I use the example of an electronic, of an electro- electronic access between, 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 two, between two properties. If anybody has any idea of something which is Asur Midrabonan Banor or Asur Midrabonan or which could serve, which is the Isra. Interestingly, just an interesting point to point out, that there is a, in the Mishnah Brutus of Koton Kufchov, he tells you that the Kashu Tevin, why, what's the Droi for? Because the question is, what do you mean, you're planning, since it's, if it's good hay, you're planning on feeding it to your animal. But if the hay already rotted, so then it's, you're not planning on feeding it to the animal, it's compared to, to earth and rocks, which is later on in this, in this, in the same safe over here. So he says, if you were mevatalit, then if you're mevatalit, and we're soon going to get to what bitul over here means, then it works. But if you're not mevatalit, being that it's oimadli inato, it's not memayat the height. You have to memayat the height of ten tefachim. It's not memayat the height. If it's not memayat the height, the wall still remains between them, and the mechitzah remains, and there is no pesach, and therefore each one can, it has to be They cannot make one. Or memayat something which is not made to be removed. Even if you were not mevatalat beferush, it still works for the purpose of being able to consider it a pesach. Obviously, if it's wide, if it's wide uh, fort vachim, then if you have wide fort vachim and you filled it up with with rocks or earth, something which is not imedli natal in between this ditch, you created an opening, you created a Pesach between the two, and it works that each Rishus by itself could make an Eruv or they can make an Eruv together. But it does not completely eliminate the Charetz. Why is that? Because the Charetz, the rest of the Charetz, is still filled, still filled with uh, things. And if, you <coughs> and if you put something which is nittel, Mishabas, something like the something which is little like like this hay that you could feed the animal with, and you were mevatel beferush, mevatel beferush, then the bittel does work even though you're mevatel it only for one Shabbos. It's an important thing to point because you're going to see it in three places in the next things. What bittel for one Shabbos if it works not over here, bittel over here bittel works. If you filled it up with rocks or with earth, you don't need, like I said, you don't need specifically, specific bitul. And the whole, if you fill up the whole dish, the whole mechitze is bottle. Now, if you had in mind to remove them, that means you put them there, but your intention is to remove them, that means if you didn't think anything about it, you don't need to do a specific bitul. You know, a specific bitul befirosh. If you had in mind to remove them, then it does not, it's not mevato the mechitze. And even though Yeshayimim, I've heard Al-Tarebbe says, even though Yeshayimim, that a bitl for one Shabbos works to be mevato the mechitze, we, we, we will not say that over here. And if you were filled up the ditch with something and you planned that you're going to remove it, even though you're not going to remove it on Shabbos, Lamashu, you filled it up, you filled up the ditch with bricks, use the bricks and you're going to use, you have construction, or you filled it up with sacks of cement and you're going to use it, then that we say that it's not mevatel, the mechitzes between them, and each one could continue doing an Erev Chatseris 
Erev Chatzir is between themselves. Now, what do you need? What's Bitloi Befirush? It's interesting, the Altarebbe adds the words Befirush, which means that you say, I want this to stay here the whole Shabbos. In Mishnah Bruna, Sifkotan Kufchafalaf, he brings that, uh, first he brings that, uh, that it has to be Befeh, he brings, but there are Yeshayim in, in, in a Lev, in, 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 in your heart, that's also enough. And that also connects to, to Hilchis Pesach, when you all know there's a discussion about Bitloi in uh, Bitl Chometz, uh, if, if Bitl Chometz believe is Moil to do it to do it Hefker, or you need to do it Befel. So we're not going to get into it right now, just pointing it out to you. And then if Chav comes the discussion of a bridge. So now, you have this ditch, and instead of filling it up with rocks, you put, you took a plank of wood, and which is four Tfachim wide, and you put it crossing from one side of the ditch to the other side of the ditch. Obviously, it has to be a plank of wood that could handle people walking over it. It can't be a thin piece of uh, cardboard, but something which is there. And you had in mind that is going to stay there. Um, then, then you could walk over it. Then that's considered a Pesach, and each one, it's not about the Mechitza, it's considered a Pesach, and each side could, could do Erev Chatseris, or they could do an Erev Chatseris, Erev Chatseris together. Same thing would be if you filled up the ditch, that, like I said, you fill up the ditch of Fort Fahim. Fort Fahim. Why it's also considered an opening. And over here, for this, even if it's Davosh and Izbatel, even if it's Davosh and Izbatel, but you had in mind that you're Mevatel for one Shabbos, you filled up the ditch with those things, it also works. You know, like we said before. Now, what happens if you do it and you don't put it across from one to another? Rather, you take a plank that's Fort Fahim wide and you put it on your side of the. Of the you put it on your side of the, or even less than Fort Vachim, Fort Vachim this way, instead of Fort Vachim this way, and then the ditch goes like this, and crosses, you're in this property, you're going to the next property, there's a ditch between you, the ditch is Fort Vachim, ditch is Fort Vachim wide, and then you go and you put a plank of wood that's sticking out into the opening of the, into the, into the air of the, of the of the ditch. Now, what distance is there in the ditch? In this area, you put a Fort Fahim wide. In this area, there's no more Fort Fahim across. So you're just right now cancelled. You created a new Pesach that's enough to be able to to um, to to uh, to consider it a Pesach that you could be, you could do a eight of Chatzeres between between the two together. Now what happens if it's 10 Amis wide? You put it on your side, 10 Amis wide, or you created a bridge over it that's 10 Amis wide, then neither side could do a Eid of Chatseris independently because that is completely mevatel, the pirtze between, uh, completely mevatel, the mechitzes between them. And it's as if there's a pirtze, complete pirtze between us, you created a 10 Amis wide bridge going from one side to the other side of this, of this, uh, of this, of this ditch, then each one is, is independent, 
is independently there. The Alter Rebbe adds something which is in Nosen Machlek, it's a big cooler, that this is only if you created this bridge in a way that you have it in mind that it should stay there, La'ilam. But if you're not Mevatel at La'ilam, that means you only put these, uh, you, you made a 10, 10 Amis wide uh, bridge over there of planks of wood, but you're going to use those planks of wood for something else after Shabbos, you're going to use it for construction, you only use it for this Shabbos, we're not going to say that it's Mevatel the Mechitzer so now, based on that comes the whole discussion, which is what we saw in the that if you have a bridge going over the river, so now you have mechitzes of the river, which you wanted to use for your aid of, to close off the city, but now you're going to put a bridge that's wider than Tanam is going across from one side of the river to the other side of the river, you, you were mevatel the mechitzes, and the bridge is permanent. That's the whole discussion. It's recommended you should go through this whole uh, tshuva again now, because I already discussed it in the past, but you should go through it again now, and you will be able to understand what, what, uh, what the discussion over there is. Anyway, towards the end of the simon, I'll tell you also discusses if you use, uh, if the ditch is used as storage or anything uh, along those lines. But the same concept applies over here, that you, we look to see if something is permanent, if the opening is, is permanent, if what you used to fill up the ditch is something which is not made imidly natal, if it's not imidly natal, and the general logic that goes across the board is if you want to make Eruv Chatseris between two Chatseris which have a ditch or a wall between them, you have, you could either make a Pesach, and then where each one could do their own, or you could completely eliminate the Mechitza, which is through a Pesach of Tanamis, and then they must do a Eruv Chatseris together, <coughs> and the way to do it is it has to be in a way that it's that the that the opening that the Pesach is something which is which is permanently or semi-permanently there, not something which is imminently not. If it's imminently not, it's as if it was already taken off.